Transform your Christian school culture through the flourishing journey with Dr. Edward Bunn, ACSI Professional Development Director. Welcome to the Flourishing Journey podcast. I'm Dr. Edward Bunn, and I will serve as your travel guide throughout this podcast series. We'll explore strategies and principles for building a school culture that truly thrives. Each month, we'll take a brief pit stop centering around a relevant, flourishing construct as together we journey into the world of ideas, research, and practice. Well, hello, flourishing practitioners. Today, we're taking a pit stop to expand our thoughts on the flourishing construct of professional development. Specifically, we're going to focus on a key resource for schools. You know, I've been uh, reading some articles lately about the value of school-based professional development, and several phrases stand out. Ongoing training ensures initial and sustained implementation, consistent coaching uh, relevant to individual needs, the culture of growth. So with this in mind, I'm excited to have special guest Stephen Deck as we talk about the benefits and the details of school-based professional development. Stephen Deck currently serves as the Senior Director of Accreditation and Credentialing for ACSI. During his time here, Stephen has participated in many accreditation visits, chairing teams and serving as the liaison between ACSI and partner accrediting agencies. He's been instrumental in the revision of ACSI's accreditation protocol, and prior to his time at ACSI, Stephen taught in an ACSI accredited school. Stephen holds a Bachelor of Science in Music Education, Master of Arts in Ministry, Master of Education in Educational Leadership, and an Education Specialist degree in Educational Leadership. So excited to have you today, Stephen. Welcome. Thank you, Edward. Excited to be here, and thank you for the opportunity to share about our, our school-based professional development program. Absolutely. I think this is an exciting resource. So let's dive into our first question. What exactly is the school-based professional development program? Give us some details about that. Sure, that's a, that's a great question. So the school-based professional development program was designed to provide qualified schools with well-developed in-house professional development programs the flexibility of managing their school leadership and faculty qualification and continuing education requirements through displaying a commitment to providing a quality professional development program that is intentionally aligned to school-wide goals and measured for effectiveness. So an approved school-based professional development plan can be used in lieu of K through 12 faculty and administrator certification to fulfill ACSI accreditation requirements and, and inspire that's indicator 12.2, our new Inspire accreditation protocol. So there's an application fee as well as an annual fee in order to participate in the school-based professional development program. But what it is, is it's an alternative to ACSI certification to fulfill certain accreditation requirements. I like that. I love the, the idea that there's an alternative to, which gives kind of voice and choice for schools uh, willing to uh, wanting to walk through this uh, process. Uh, thanks for sharing. So, you know, second question's uh, an extension of the first one, Steve. And what's do you believe the benefit of the school-based professional development program actually is for schools? That's great. Yep, and you you mentioned you you said it right. It's an extension of the first question. I started touching on it there at the end. It's 
schools who participate in the school-based professional development program are able to use the implementation of their plan and the tracking of their teachers and administrators progress through their own plan to fulfill the faculty and administrator qualification requirements for accreditation. So in other words, approved school-based professional development schools are no longer required to maintain faculty and administrator certification percentages. We do expect certain percentages of faculty administrators at approved school-based professional development programs to complete their own professional development plan, but they would not need to maintain individual certification. So as I mentioned, it's an alternative to the ACSI certification process. It's part of our initiative uh, moving forward in the accreditation and credentialing team to, to provide both alternatives to certification with school-based professional development being one, as well as alternatives within certification and more forthcoming on that. So another benefit is that approved schools have some flexibility with the Christian philosophy of education requirement. Uh, they can design their own plan to fulfill the Christian philosophy of education requirement and are not required to obtain additional approval beyond the regular school-based professional development plan approval process. Those are just a couple of benefits for participating um, in, in the plan, but even, even with those external benefits, at the end of the day, having quality in-house professional development is a best practice for schools. And so this is ACSI acknowledging that in schools that have those well-developed programs. This is a great resource. Um, I love the benefits, specifically for me, something that was a highlight as you were answering that question is just the idea of having accountability. We want to do things with excellence. We want to see excellent professional development that leads to growth in our schools, both professionally and personally, but it also gives autonomy, autonomy for schools to have that, uh, that buzzword you mentioned, flexibility uh, to do what's best uh, for their context. So um, uh, very exciting. Uh, well, the next question, uh, Stephen, uh, what is the actual process in order to become an approved program uh, in, the, in this program? Sure, Edward. Uh, the first step in the process is to submit the application that's available on the ACSI website. So this will allow ACSI accreditation and credentialing staff to complete a high-level review of your program in order to determine your school's readiness to meet the program requirements. The, the streamlined application was designed with a series of yes and no questions to allow ACSI to determine if the school has the building blocks or the appropriate elements in place to successfully conduct an approved plan. Uh, any given answer on the application will not necessarily automatically disqualify a school from eligibility. Certain answers will prompt follow-up text boxes to allow for an explanation, but then we try to look at the whole application and, and the most recent uh, accreditation visiting team report to make a decision. So step one is an application. Once the application is approved, the second step of the process is to submit your school's full plan. Uh, our goal with the updated plan when we made revisions in the summer of 2022 was to provide a balance between specifically detailing what ACSI expects to be part of your program while allowing schools to articulate how they accomplish the very expected components on their own campuses. What we're really wanting to see is a school cycle of how a needs assessment informs their goals, how PD is designed to meet those goals, and then how that PD is evaluated for effectiveness, which will help inform new or updated goals for the school. Diving a little bit into detail, the, the plan has seven specific sections. 
Uh, I mentioned first that that needs assessment is, is first. It's expected that a school's analysis of needs will flow into overall goals, uh, perhaps including both institution-wide goals as well as goals for individual subgroups of school leadership and instructional uh, staff, culminating in evaluation of the professional development program that can serve to inform future goals. So the, in, the, in the plan, the school will provide an overview of the needs assessment process and articulate how the school's needs assessment process informs their, their goals. In section two, the school will provide those goals based on the needs assessment, identify the anticipated overall PD goals for each of the next three years. Uh, and then the school will describe the process for differentiating professional development content and activities for the various subgroups, such as leaders, New teachers, experienced teachers, uh, and other applicable subgroups there on your campus. Section three allows the school to articulate required elements. So in addition to the professional development designed to improve classroom instruction, uh, ACSI expected, expects administrators and teachers of accredited schools to engage in Bible study, study of the Christian philosophy of education, and biblical integration. So the school will describe how those leaders and teachers meet those. Um, section four allows a, a little more comprehensive description of the first year of content and activities where, where the school will articulate how it's utilizing best practices in andragogy or adult education in their own plan. The fifth section focuses on specifically school leadership and their growth. So we want the school to describe how the leaders are setting their goals and then obtaining professional development to meet those goals. Uh, and school can provide specific actions or activities in which leaders will participate over the next year. Uh, and, and then they'll be able to describe whether their PD program is making an impact in overall leader growth. Section six is measurement and evaluation. So the school will describe their overall evaluation process for their professional development program, including formal and informal methods to gather feedback and monitor, monitor the professional development program. So really the goal there is for them to gather data on their own professional development activities to learn whether it is making an impact and then they can make changes to their PD program based on that feedback. The seventh section, they can articulate in the plan, but it really comes in the annual reporting with the school's annual accreditation report, uh, where the school will demonstrate accountability. They'll just show ACSI that they've been tracking their professional development tool. We have a monitoring tool that's developed by ACSI, but we have flexibility if the school has an own their own uh, program uh, that tracks that for, for, for their teachers and faculty. So I mentioned Step one is the application, step two is the plan. And so we've established a timeline for schools who want to have a plan in place for the following fall. They would need to submit the application by March 1st. And once approved, the full plan is submitted by July 1st. Uh, so the schools, uh, you know, throughout the, the, the fall semester, if they're wanting to look at the following year, they'll want to get that application in by March 1st. Uh, for schools who are considering this over the summer and want to have an approved plan in place for the following spring semester, so maybe that they've got to visit the following spring, they would need to have applied by August 1st and then once approved, submit their full plan by December 1st. So that's that's an overview of the, uh, of the two steps of the process uh, to become an approved program. Yeah, that's great. Uh, kind of a clear, streamlined, yet efficient uh, process. I love the seven steps that basically 
serve as a rubric uh, for that process. Um, and then mm -hmm. some of the highlights for me, uh, as you were answering there, just, you know, needs assessment, setting goals, evaluating, um, all important uh, to uh, uh, moving towards this uh, site, um, school-based professional development. So sure. uh, another question, as I was thinking kind of about the program itself, what are schools going to do on their campus in the area of training? So are there, are there specific trainings that uh, must be included in the school-based professional development program? That's a great question. I, I touched briefly on them a minute ago uh, when I was mentioning some of the, the content and required elements. So certainly the plan would need to include professional development that is applicable to administrators' roles and teachers' classroom instruction. So the needs assessment conducted by the school, which could include survey data, assessment data, student feedback, and faculty evaluation results, will help inform the school's a professional development offering in that area. So these are the, the elements that will help administrators and teachers improve their professional practice. The plan would also need to include training in the Christian philosophy of education. Historically, with ACSI certification, this has been a one-time requirement completed within the administrator's or teacher's first certification cycle. With school-based professional development, we expect that all administrators and faculty complete foundational training in the Christian philosophy of education within their first three years at the school. Uh, however, ongoing training in this area is also beneficial to even experienced teachers. So I mentioned earlier, uh, approved schools can create their own Christian philosophy of education training, uh, and so they would submit that as part of the plan step that I mentioned earlier. Um, however, there are specific elements that must be covered. We have, a, we have an outline uh, included in the plan that shows you what elements must be covered, but how the school addresses those elements um, uh, is is up to them. They've got some flexibility on, on you know lecture versus videos versus podcasts, uh, and then how teachers demonstrate or articulate their own Christian philosophy of education. Again, some flexibility on how the school does that from you know teachers creating blogs or vlogs or dis, uh, documented discussion time or writing a paper, which has historically been the way that teachers have done that for ACSI's uh, uh, previously approved methods. School-based professional development programs have flexibility in, in the way their teachers articulate that. Another item that's included in approved plans is training in biblical integration. Again, that's something that new teachers to the school would need to receive. But again, we expect to be an ongoing part of the school-based professional development program for all faculty and staff. Perhaps more intense in the first few years, but regular review is beneficial. And then finally, ACSI expects all administrators and faculty to continuously be growing in their knowledge of the Bible. Uh, so structured study of the Bible is also a required component. These could be Bible book studies, such as the Book of Romans, Book of Hebrews, James, Psalms could be worldview training, apologetics, doctrines. The expectation is that Christian school teachers and administrators are continuously growing in their knowledge of the Bible, as this helps model spiritual growth for students, set the overall school culture, and inform your biblical integration activities. And that's great, Stephen. Um, well, I, I think I have time for one more question, and I was very curious. Maybe what I'd like to get is, is practical for a moment. So what are some indicators of schools with a successful school-based PD program already? Absolutely. That's a great question. So 
we we look for a school to have one primary person who owns the process in order to drive the plan forward yet also a team of people who manage and give input so that multiple people on campus are aware of the requirements and the components of the plan so that you know if 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 there's a little bit of turnover in one position or another all of the institutional knowledge of that plan is not does not leave with that person. So there's a team of people, but then one person who really owns it, who who has as a as a a good portion of their job description overseeing the professional development program within that school. So that's 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 one tip for a successful school. Um, another is that successful schools establish a system of conducting a needs assessment with multiple forms of feedback and data to plan their school in services over the course of the next few years. You know, so while it's understandable, for instance, that assessment data from a given spring may affect a school's professional development plan for the following year, and we expect that adjustment to take place to a certain extent, we do look for the school to have a multi-year plan of PD in place. You know, adjust it based on data, but use your current data from teacher evaluation forms, student assessment, maybe student feedback of courses, you know, those, those national test scores to determine um, what PD needs to be in place, and that can create a multi-year plan of, of helping your school improve and grow in those areas. So I'd say those are two tips to be a successful school-based professional development school. Have someone who owns it and drives it forward, but works with a team. And then also really that, that needs assessment to articulate those goals. And then evaluating your PD to see if it's been effective is, is, another, is another tip for a successful school. Yeah, what a what a great resource for schools that are interested, Stephen. Just uh, school based professional development programs. So thank you so much for uh, taking a pit stop with us today around the flourishing construct of professional development, sharing ideas, research, and strategies. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, thank you, Edward. It was a, it was a privilege. Well, I'd like to uh, just respond to our viewers and listeners right now. I want to challenge you to join us next time on the Flourishing Journey podcast as we continue our thinking around professional development by learning strategies from a school leader and expert practitioner in the area of professional development. See you next time. The Flourishing Journey is a presentation of the Association of Christian Schools International. Foster a flourishing school culture by visiting acsi.org flourishing.